Welcome to Future of Fortunes, where we uncover how digital assets, NFTs, DAOs, and Web3 will forever change the financial landscape. This podcast is all about the future of making money, how tech has changed the game, and how real people can build real financial fortunes by staying in the know. Let's dive in. Hey, good morning, good evening, afternoon, wherever you're listening to us from in the world. This is Jake Claver on the Future of Fortunes podcast with my partner in crime, Byron Wolf. Part two of the insurance series. Yes, yes. So uh, on part one, if you're catching uh, just part two, you didn't listen to part one, we talked about uh, crypto and ways to protect it uh, with, you know, the difference between like a hot wallet, warrant wallet, uh, cold wallet, uh, hard hardware storage. Uh, and then how it is not insured by FDIC. Um, the platform doesn't insure yours. It's insurance for them. Uh, so you need to get your own insurance once you get to a certain level. We talked about some of the different platforms. Um, I don't know why I'm giving you a summary. Go listen to part one and then come back and listen to part two. So that's, that's uh, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to part two. We're going to talk about the different insurance products uh, that are out there and how we can use some of those for our crypto holding. So Jake, take away, brother. Yeah. So you brought up a pretty interesting stat um, prior to us getting on here and the amount of crypto that was stolen in 2022 doubled from 2021. Um, 7 billion to 14 billion. That's, I mean, massive numbers. Yeah. So, and I, I've reached out to a lot of attorneys and that's the space that they even work in is just trying to get, your crypto back from whoever stole it from you. Um, so you definitely want to have some type of insurance on that. So Byron had mentioned the the CCIC. And so you you could draft your own insurance policy for that. Is, is that correct? You could go to a provider and, and do that for your crypto? Yeah, yeah, there's a few. So like CCIC, um, you know, the commercial crime insurance coverage, uh, that's available. That's going to be some of your bigger ones. They have like a uh, what they call crypto insurance, which is it's a, a few different products that are kind of mixed in together. So it's more of the general, you know, when you say like, you know, Kleenex is a brand, but sometimes people just say Kleenex, you know, as, as it's tissue, right? Uh, and so like the Fidelity is, is one of the ones that they've been in it since I think 2018, which sounds super recent, but they've probably been in it the longest of almost everybody, uh, so, which is great. Uh, but yeah, they're they're a big name. They've been around for a while. Now they're a little picky about what they will insure. So that's going to be the negative there. Like we talked about this, you know, uh, there there's so many coins out there. Like there's there's tons of uh, you know tons of players in this space. And so they're a little picky on what they're going to insure. So if you've got some of the super off brands, uh, just know you need to make sure that they're going to insure your stock or more to generalize. Uh, you know, portfolio of things before you jump into it because you don't want to get into the insurance and then you're doing, you know, some shit coin and, and like, you know, they're like, hey, we do Bitcoin, you know, Ethereum and, you know, that's it, right? So make sure that, you know, you, you're, what you're covered is, is covered by them. Same as any other insurance policy. You don't get a homeowner's insurance policy and not tell them what you have and give them the address, right? Like, you know, you need to make sure that it's, it's covered. Uh, you know, like flood insurance, all this other stuff. Like, it's important. So make sure your coverage is to your particular product. Um, but there is options out there. You know, and this is one of those things. You can just Google. They're out there. Or, you know, reach out to one of us. Post a comment. Like, hey, if you want to know more about 
Like, you know, guys, like we we love to talk about the things that matter to you, um, but we don't know. We need to learn this as mind readers. So if you don't tell us what's important to you, like post it, send us a message, whatever. We're available uh, multiple platforms. Um, so hit us up. Say, hey, man, I'd really like to know more about this. Or, hey, we'd like to hear you talk about this. Or, hey, like your opinion on this. Or, hey, man, like you guys are morons and you need to talk more about this. Like, I'm fine with that, too. Like, you know, come on, bring it. Uh, and I gotta get offended. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of things out there that you need to look into. But you know, like we said in part one, your assets are not FDIC insured. They're just not. They're not tender. Uh, so they're not going to be covered. And a lot of people like there's there's a few myths out there. We talked about some of those in, in episode one uh, or part one of this. Um, you know, another one is like you know, oh well, Coinbase or whatever platform you are, they have insurance. They're going to cover you. Not true. Their insurance is for them. It's not for you. Um, you know, so make sure that that you get the coverage for you. Um, you know, the only time you're going to be covered by something else is when you're a kid and your stuff is covered by your parents, homeowners, or rental policy, right? Because once you're an adult and you move out, like it ain't covering your, you know, apartment. That you know, you got to get your own. So get your own insurance. You know, get covered. Um, you talked about something that I I think is is huge, and it's a space that nobody's really got into. Uh, and I think this is like crazy that nobody's in here. So I, I want to talk about this. I want to make this available to everybody. But you talked about using uh, like the whole life policies and wrapping that in and, and doing the investment in Bitcoin. So I want to I want to get back into that. Can you can you cover yeah, you know, yeah. cover that a little bit more? And let's get into that. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting for a lot of people. So there's there's a couple different types of insurance that you as an individual can take out in in the life insurance space. And there's a couple different ways that it could interact with crypto. So currently working with a custodian, well, a provider right now, we use PolySign as the custodian, but we're able to take your Bitcoin or Ethereum and issue that to back a private placement insurance policy. And they've also been able to do that and then take loans against that private placement insurance policy that's backed by the crypto asset. So you probably have a little bit more experience with private placement insurance than I do, but my understanding is you can do this with almost any asset, right? So it could be a piece of real estate. As long as it has an agreed upon value, uh, you could back the insurance policy with it. And a lot of times this is done with a stock portfolio or something else that you know is a little more established than cryptocurrency. So it's new to the space, but it is an emerging product. And then the other side of that is backing the whole life insurance policy with an investment into that cryptocurrency or a basket of that. So if you were to go get an indexed whole life right now, they will put it in a basket of stocks and they might be able to issue a line of credit against that, right? So the infinite banking concept. Um, and if it drops, you know, they don't they don't margin call you on it. They just wait for the stocks to go back up um, until you know, crypto is a little bit more established. I think there probably would be some margin calls on this line of credit, but it's an emerging product as well. And I think that there may be a few providers in the space, but I think that will explode exponentially once institutions step in and start custodying the asset and it's a bit more adopted. What are your thoughts, Byron? Yeah. So one, one of the things that I know we're going to get kicked back on is, uh, and it's, Mildly true, but more rumor. So a lot of people don't like the private placement products because they say, well, what your cash is locked up, you can't get it. So the reality is, is you cannot pull that out, right? And so that is true. 
But the thing that gets left out a lot on this, this uh, misunderstanding is you can 100% get access to it, but it has to be a loan against it. So like, you know, when people say, you know, oh, well, I don't want to tie my money up. Well, I get that, right? And, and you're not going to get all of it, but it's not tied up. It's just, it's a loan against it. We talked a little bit about this. And, and I think these numbers are pretty good. Like these are not in concrete guys. So like, don't, don't quote us on these. These are not hard numbers, but generally it's going to be about a 60%, uh, you know, loan rate on it. And if there is going to be some kind of call or there's like a danger zone, it's if your value drops to the point where it's like sitting at like 45, right? And so, and, and that can be used for a lot of different aspects. And generally, if that continues to go up and you come back against it, you know, we would, Highly suggest, or at least I will, I won't speak for Jake. You know, 60% is like a good round number to be at. I know there's tons of uh, full insurance policies or people out there that are saying, hey, put your money in and you can borrow, you know, 90%, you know, 95% out of it, blah, blah. That's just, a, it's just a bad space, guys. That's super risky. Um, highly do not suggest doing that. Um, you know, I get it. We're in, we're in crypto. Crypto is inherently risky, but like, it's all about- I have more risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, yes, it's, yeah, I, I get it, it's right. it, you know, it's real risky investing in stuff you don't understand, so, like, as we say, literally every podcast, like, only invest in what you understand, if you're interested in something, do your research, look at it, read the white, you know, white papers, like, do your research, understand it, then invest in it, if it doesn't make sense, or you don't understand it, you shouldn't be in it, right, um, so, like, you know, that's, that's general rule, but, uh, so the private place, I, I think, is amazing. I think that, you know, I love the concept of doing that, especially if you don't have something else that you're going to put it in. If you're a big crypto holder um, and you want to increase that, and I, I think a whole life policy is great, like especially if you're going to take advantage of the of the wash rule. If you don't know what the wash rule is, it's essentially selling your crypto, uh, absorbing that loss. So you sell it absorb the loss, rebuy it at the lower level so that you have that loss that you can carry over uh, or apply towards your taxes. So it's, it's a great platform or a great IRS uh, loophole, I guess, um, that I don't anticipate lasting much longer. Uh, it's it's already been eliminated for stocks and another, a number of other things. It's still available for crypto. But let's say that you were to take advantage of the wash rule. You sell all your stuff. You get all this cash, right? Uh, and then if you were to convert that and do say like, you know, a whole life policy or something like that, there's a there's a small window where that money's not available. But once it becomes available, and I've seen this happen as fast as like a couple of weeks, the general rule, you know, a couple of months. Uh, so it comes back in. You can invest that money in, buy some of that crypto. You're not going to, again, not full you know, dollar for dollar. Highly would not suggest that even if they say, hey, you can get 90 cents on the dollar, would not suggest that. I think 60 is a good solid piece to be in. Uh, but you can do that. Uh, like Jake, you said uh, earlier, my, my camera was on camera, off camera. Uh, we talked about having the insurance policy against that. So that if you know something were to happen, God forbid, uh, that is going to transfer into your trust uh, for your children, your spouse, you know, whoever uh, that, that can take advantage of it. So that's a great way to, uh, to be able to transfer that and make that available to other people. Um, you and I are both huge fans of the trust. Uh, the poor it will, if you're not familiar with poor it will, um, I'm, I'm going to go super baseline on this one, but poor it will essentially just says, Hey, everything that I have and everything that I do in the future, uh, whatever happens, it goes into the trust, right? Pouring will, whatever happens, pours into uh, wherever you designate it. So it's it's a will for the past, the present, and the future uh, versus one that just says, hey, this is what I have today. This is where I want it to go, but doesn't have any indication of anything in the future. So, uh, I, yeah, again, I'm, I'm talking really fast. No, that's good. I, yeah. I think a lot of people, they're not thinking about those things. So 
with with the private placement, what and this is how it was explained to me by the provider, you're able to take that loan against it in fiat or in the cryptocurrency. Yes. Right. So there there may be certain cryptocurrencies where you're able to stake it and earn a yield that is higher than the loan interest rate that you took the loan against your life insurance policy at. Yeah. Um, and and whenever you pass away, like you said, the beneficiary, you and I would would do it to our wills, but an individual that's out there that maybe doesn't have a trust or would do it to the trust, but an individual out there may not have a trust set up. So it's going to go to whoever you designate as the beneficiary of that, that life insurance policy. And this is the kicker. It can grow in that life insurance policy tax-free. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so if you're if you're not familiar with some of the investment platforms, you know, there's there's IRAs, 401ks, things of that nature. And then, you know, they implemented the the Roth, uh, Senator Roth. So they implemented Roth, which allows your money to go in uh, after tax, right? So you're already paying, it's not no tax, it's just you've already paid tax on it. The money goes in, it grows tax-free, you can pull it out tax-free. So same concept, You're, you are paying tax on it at some point, right? Everybody, I'm sure if you listen to our podcast and any kind of regularity, you've heard me talk about the seed and the crop uh, analogy. You're going to pay it on the seed, you're going to pay it on the crop tax-wise. So I mean, you're going to put it in something, you know, like that's a tax write-off, right? So pre-tax, and then it's going to grow, it's going to accumulate taxes, right? You're going to pay it when you pull it out, or you can pay it now, go in, it's going to grow tax-free, and then you get it those distributions it's free right i would much rather pay it now um and then like let it grow tax-free then like pay them later i i hate the concept and i'm not saying it's bad so if you listen to people like this concept not saying it's bad but i don't believe in the concept of like oh well my tax rate's going to be later smaller later on well like the money's so much bigger so even if the rate's smaller like that's dumb to me to me again just just me i I i don't like the the tax deferred uh, stuff. I, I would rather pay it now and grow it tax free than like, you know, if I'm paying. Well, so, with, with this policy, the, the reason I say it grows tax free is it gets put into the policy and it never comes out, right? Yeah. So you're gonna put the put the crypto in there. You can only take loans against it, so you never are able to remove it from the policy. So it's gonna escalate in price long term inside the policy tax free, and when it goes to your estate, there won't be any estate tax if it goes into a trust. Right. So the transfer of that crypto later on is also not taxed. So it gets to grow in, in a tax haven inside that insurance policy that's listed to the beneficiary. And you can still access it, get liquidity out of it through the loans against it at a low interest rate with no tax implication there either, because that's debt. It's not you having to sell the asset. You don't lose the exposure to the asset. And then you get all the other benefits on the other side. So Fantastic product that I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that bring this to market in the short term. The, the main concern for this in the past has been the custodianship of the funds. Uh, but now that, that PolySign and these other people are kind of stepping into the space, I think that um, a lot of providers will start picking this up. And, and those people that have substantial holdings in crypto, this is a fantastic way for you to not have to liquidate any of your holdings and still get liquidity and get all the tax benefits. Yeah, hundred percent. And and one of the concepts, you know, I want to I want to cover 
again, you just said it, but I want to make sure people hear this. Loan proceeds are not taxable, guys. So if you take out a loan against it, that money that you get on that loan against it, you're not paying tax on that. That's a loan proceed. You don't pay tax on it. Um, so and I've, I've had this question before. I'm not going to say it's a dumb question. It's not a smart question, uh, but I think we need to cover it. People say, oh, well, you said it's tax-free and they charge me sales tax. When you spend money, that's a different tax. You are going to pay, like, if you go to the store, your state has a 9% sales tax and you buy something, you're like, well, these are loan proceeds. That should be sales tax exempt. There's a form for that, but that's a resale form. Like, you're going to pay sales tax. So we're talking about tax. We're talking about like, you get the money, the government's not saying, hey, give me my 40% or whatever your tax rate is, right? That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about sales tax or like, you know, if you if you spend that money on your mortgage, you know, you're like, oh, well, I should be exempt from property tax because I'm using, that doesn't work, right? Like what you spend it on is going to be, yeah. yes, that, that money is not taxed. Um, the secondary just, tax is, is not, a, you know, deferred or evaded or mitigated by the loan not causing you tax implications. But so uh, to mention before, let's say, Let's say you had, um, what's a good one that makes a pretty decent interest rate? Okay, Ethereum, right? This is a great example. So you you can put the Ethereum in the private placement policy. You could issue a loan against it. You could take the Ethereum back out of it as a loan against the policy. And then you could go stake that Ethereum and earn a yield with it. And that has to be there at, at that node because it's proof of stake in order to generate that income. That income that you generate is tax, right? You would owe tax on the income there, but the benefit of that would be the interest rate on the loan, let's say is three and a half percent or 4%, and you're able to earn a yield of eight or 10% on your Ethereum. I don't know if it's that high or not. I'm not big into Ethereum, but let's say it is, okay? There's a disparity, a pretty good disparity in the amount between those two. You could generate the yield with the asset and then pay back the interest on the loan with the proceeds and live off the difference, but you would owe tax on, on the proceeds that you got from the validator for it being staked there. So. Yeah. Yeah. And realize. Yeah. I looked up sure. the, just that I, you know, I wanted some real numbers when we talk about this. So I've, I've got it pulled up right here. And so, um, you know, if you're looking at like, it, it's had a, you know, it had a little bit of a drop, like in the last, you know, month or so, the last week it's done pretty well, but like, if you're looking at the last six months, um, it's had a 53% return uh, year to date, uh, 52%. So from January 1, over the last year, significantly less, 6%, right? So that's you know probably the, the worst one is at 6%. Over the last five years, 208%. So let's go with the worst one. Worst case scenario, 6%. If you're getting a loan on that, and I think you said the, the poly sign was what, like 3.5% or something like that? Like, yeah. So let's it's say- your worst case scenario in the last year. So if you had done it a year ago when Ethereum was still up, technically one year ago today, Ethereum was up, guys. So I get it, it's a 6% increase, but a year ago, ETH was up. So even in that scenario, 6% is still better than the rate on the bar, though, right? And if you're looking at, if you did it five years ago, you got 200%, you know, significantly better than the stock market. If you did it on January 1, like let's say you did it as an investment vehicle, you started uh, 2023, and this was something you wanted to do to like start moving that stuff over. You went ahead and did the trust, made all your big asset transfers, and you bought it at the beginning of the year. You're going to have a 52% increase since January 1. 
and today is what May May twenty seventh, right? So not quite uh, six months, you know, but but yeah, roughly. So I mean, it's you know the the rate of return can be really good. It can be really bad too, and that's why we suggest the sixty percent. Like, be careful, right? These things that there's ebb and flow, right? So are they independent? Yes. Um, do we see well, some uh, some copying of the stock market of the economy? A hundred percent. Like that's probably never going to go away. There's always going to be some tie-in, uh, at least in my opinion. That's not legal or like definite. That's just my opinion. I think we're always going to be somewhat manipulated by the the world economy and what everything's doing, what the stock market's doing. I think it'll always have some play out in that. Um, but it also has really good returns if you're smart and you invest in the things that you know, right? And Ethereum, like nothing against it. You know, I had a little bit. It's not one of my bigger holdings. Uh, Bitcoin, I like Bitcoin. You know, there's only so many that are made. First market, number of reasons that I like Bitcoin. They're not super excited. You know, uh, Jake and I are both probably much heavier, much heavier invested in other areas. Uh, XRP being one of those. You hear us talk about XRP. Just know we're both pretty good fans. Uh, yeah. So somewhat biased, I will admit that for XRP, I would love to see it skyrocket. Uh, you know, I like I like having a having an M at the end of my, my holdings, but having a B would be fantastic. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but you know, that, yeah, when you're looking at these things, guys, you know, definitely do your research. Look at what you're doing. I like the private placement. Uh, you know, it's it's a great product. Like, there's a lot of a lot of good ones out there. Like, you know, if you if you don't understand the concept of, of infinite banking, you know. Uh, infinite money, like do your research. There's a ton of people out there that are, man, they're, I don't want to say scamming, scamming people. Yeah. yeah. I will. I'll say scamming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be real. Uh, but just, yeah, be careful. Go with somebody that, yeah, that knows what they're doing. But the other thing I will say, and, and again, this is my opinion, um, is that there's a lot of big companies out there that have been in business for a long time, man. They're getting drug out of the dinosaurs. Right. And so, like, if you talk to one of these big boys and they're like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't do that. We don't do that because it's risky and this blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's kind of the whole point of it. Right. But like they're telling you that because they want to sell you on some other BS product, you know, like, yeah. You know. And when crypto comes in and they can sell you on crypto, they'll be selling you on crypto. I can promise you they can't make any money on it right now. And that's the reason. They stay away from it. They don't advise their clients on it. None of those things. It's not regulated. So there's no products around it. As it becomes regulated and becomes mainstream and, you know, all these people that, you know, are, are sitting in the back waiting like Fidelity and, and everybody else and they dip their toe in the water. Right. But yeah. they haven't gone in full bore. Um, they will. And and then grandma will be getting pitched all different kinds of cryptocurrencies that they think are going to do really well or a basket of cryptocurrencies that's a, a hedge against this or that. So it's coming. Um, I, I want to touch on the, the validators for Ethereum. So I was talking specifically on the staking yield. So you have the upside in the asset, obviously, right? So it could appreciate it in value right? from the time that you took the loan. Ideally, you take it at the bottom of the market, which would be great. Um, and then you're also able to stake it and earn a 4% yield. Um, some of the validators are up to five, five and a half percent. So that's a reasonable, like, that's yeah. a sustainable yield in my book. Uh, but it's still better than the three and a half that you took the loan at. So oh, yeah. if you got a couple million dollars riding over there, I mean, that, that's some pretty good income for you. Um, and especially if it's done inside of an LLC, 
you know, you've got the ability to mitigate those tax obligations that you earned off of the staking rewards. Yeah. So make sure you have all this stuff structured correctly. Uh, and if, if you're any, if you're concerned about any of that, please reach out to me and Byron. Uh, we would love to, to have a consult and have a conversation with you about what that looks like. Uh, if you are concerned about mitigating your taxes with crypto, he's uh, probably one of the absolute best in the U.S. when it comes to that. In my opinion, I deal with a lot of people. And um, so fantastic CPA if you're looking for somebody in crypto. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of people that understand it, uh, you know, and all the intricacies. There's a lot of people that, that understand it, you know, and, and I wouldn't say that I am like the predominant expert in that space, but I do. I spent a lot of time researching this stuff, guys. Like I, you know, I, I'm on a few different groups that, that talk about these things and, you know, upcoming, uh, you know, legislation, IRS rules, laws, like this stuff is super complicated and it's, and I get it. It's boring for 99% of the pocket, probably more. Um, I enjoy it. And so, you know, it's, it's dorky as that sound. I enjoy it. And so I like to be aware uh, not only because it helps me, because it's I feel like it's something that people need to be aware of uh, and and looking into. So uh, again, you know, it's a it's a multi tier approach, right? Make sure you're you're trading, uh, you're holding correctly. Uh, make sure that like you're you're when I say holding, I mean like holding like in a hardware wallet. Hold oh, for the most part. Uh, I think that's important. You know, look at the uh, the insurance. Uh, Avertos is is one that's it's kind of come out recently. They're fairly new, but they they've made great inroads. They're they're a good company, in my opinion. Um, I'm I'm very interested to see how they go. They go really heavy into the theft space. Uh, so the crypto theft that's kind of where they're um they're focused. Uh, so good one. But again, there's a ton of them out there. Uh, I'll just write that to you. Nexus Mutual, Avertos. Uh, Etherisk, Coin uh, Cover, Aon, like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of good ones out there that, that do this. So find the one that makes sense for you. And you can literally, like, just Google it. Like, guys, Google is your friend. You know, like, Google it. I mean, AI, yeah, there's there's everything on there. So pay attention. If you don't want to do that, send me a message. I'll, I'll tell you what I think. Just tell me where you're, what you're holding, uh, where you're holding it, and, you know, what's your, what your point is. If you're looking for price appreciation, you're holding long-term, that's going to be different. You know, your risk level is a little bit lower, hardware. So, you want to make sure your rate makes sense. Like, you know, you, you know, insuring a Ferrari is a lot different than insuring a Prius, right? Like, I don't think anybody should drive a Prius. I'm a, definitely a Prius hater. Like, you guys need to get the hell out of the left lane. Like, get out of my way. But, you know, like, uh, but yeah, there's a difference between it. So, make sure your insurance makes sense for what you're holding. Uh, that's important. And, uh, yeah. And, and if you have questions, reach out, guys. Like, we're, we're here to help you. So, don't think that uh saying something like you know, oh man i think this is gonna be a dumb question cool send me a dm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna screenshot your stuff like i'll answer your question whether it's a good question or not i will tell you if you ask me a dumb question you ask me the dumb question i'm gonna tell you it's a dumb question i'm also gonna answer it so you know like don't don't get offended well, my my deal is the only dumb question is the one you don't ask and yes. and i find that a lot of people still have they have the same question as you they just don't want to sound dumb so they don't ask it right um, I ask some questions all the time and it's got me a lot further in life than just letting it slip. So, uh, yeah, what Byron said, you know, reach out if you guys have any questions, we're more than happy to help you. Um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, hopefully this provided value for you um, around the insurance and crypto industry. And uh, if you have anything to add, if you are an insurance provider, if this is something you're looking to get into, uh, we can definitely help you there as well. So reach out and we'll see you guys on the next one. 
Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. And if you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. Until next time, friends. 